Welcome to the Cross Current Radio Show, your spiritual speaker's corner, broadcast and podcast. Rights. Every human is born with them. They are essential for dignity, liberty, and security. Governments are paid to protect and promote them, and people everywhere passionately demand them. Yet, human rights are still violated in this world every day. In this intriguing series of TCC Radio, we're taking you in the studio and on the street with our outreach radio team to talk truth about who's right. Ultimately, the answer to this question is found not with God's image bearers, but within the character and nature of God himself. Finally, make sure to keep listening until the very end of each episode when we'll open God's Word to hear what He has to say about the subject. And now, with all that in mind, let's get this show on the road. In the studio and on the street with the Cross Current Radio Show. Hi there, this is Chris with the Cross Current Radio. Tonight I am talking with... Zach. So like I said, we're a spiritual speaker's corner broadcast and podcast, and we're talking to people tonight about human rights. So do you believe that every human being has the same rights for example the right not to be lied to the right not to be murdered or or etc yeah absolutely i mean people are entitled to have uh same same rights as everybody you know okay now why do you think that is well nobody's uh, different you know i mean we're all the same right? i mean we're similar everybody is different but you know i mean everybody's still human and everybody's got to be treated the same ways you know there shouldn't be no discriminatories so you believe that we're all created equal, and because of that, we should be all treated equal. Absolutely. We're all, we're all humans, right? Right. Right. Hey, thanks for that, Zach. So I don't know if you've ever thought of this before, but even though human rights per se, they, they matter, right? But they're not made of matter. Do you follow? It sounds like a pun, but they're not made of matter. So where do you think they come from, Zach? Uh... Obviously, they've come through trial and error, right? You know what I mean? You grow up, you know what I mean? Your rights have to come from somewhere. They've got uh, they to they start somewhere. So for that to start, something else has to happen, right? You know what I mean? For somebody to disagree with it and people to bond together or create an idea that they think would help, you know what I mean, more people. Uh, that's what I would think, right? Okay, so you think they come from just trial and error? like? Yeah, absolutely. People going through things that other people disagree with because, you know what I mean, it's going to have to take somebody to point something out if they disagree with it. And then, you know what I mean, eventually it's going to become your right. You know what I mean, you fight for that. You know what I mean? So if people put their opinion and uh, go through the process, and I guess that's where a right will come from. All right. Would you consider yourself to be a spiritual person at all? No, I wouldn't. Not at all. Do you think that rights are important to God as well? I would not know how to answer that question. What do, you, what do you think? I am honestly not a big believer in anything spiritual, right? So I wouldn't be able to put a question out to something I don't believe in, right? Like if uh, something that I don't believe in, uh, like uh, believe that we have rights, right? So 
I, I believe in what is physical. You know what I mean, what I can see and what I can touch and what I can sense. You know, so you know I mean, I, I, I don't know how to answer that question. Right. So at the beginning, we talked about everyone's created equal. Did you ever think about the fact that we're all created in the image of God? So what I mean by that is we, as image bearers, reflect the image of God. And so uh, what, I, what I mean by that is, is as, as human beings, we know that um, we're to treat one another with value and dignity, right? Like we don't just walk up to someone and murder them, or we don't just go to someone's place and steal their property because we know those things are wrong where do we get for example uh that morality from where do you think that morality comes from well it's got to come from people it's got to come from how they feel about you know when that kind of thing happens so would you say that truth is like do you mean by that subjective it's kind of based on experience or 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 what by experience yeah you know what I mean, or how you feel. So you know what I mean, experience uh, feelings or experience uh, actual like life happenings. It's, it's going to come from there, yeah, for sure. Now, Zach, what would you do in this case if someone um, walked up to you and you know, God forbid, this would happen? But if someone walked up to you and your best friend was standing beside you and they said, "Yeah, hey, I feel it's true for me. It's right for me right now to murder your friend," how would you respond to that person? Try to prevent it, right? Now, if truth is subjective, why would we try to prevent it if it's true for him? Do you see what I, what I mean by that? Yeah, well, if it's true for him, I guess, you know what I mean? Everybody's rights and beliefs and values are different, right? And it variates, I guess. So, you know what I mean? I don't know if it's right per se to say that we should impose our beliefs on somebody because they believe in something totally different. But, you know what I mean? If you believe in your heart that it's right, you're going to try it, right? You're going you're gonna to try to prevent something that you believe is wrong. If if that was you in that case, hypothetically speaking, would you try to prevent it? Would you definitely try to prevent? So in that sense, would you impose your beliefs on them that it's hey, it's wrong for you to do this, and I'm going to stop you from doing that? Yeah, I would. Absolutely. Now I don't know if you thought about this before, but when you think of it, truth is actually objective. We know that hey, if someone comes and decides they're going to murder my best friend or what what have you. We know that that is wrong. It's like we're gonna we're gonna stop them from doing that. Do you ever think about where our objective morality comes from? No, you know what I mean. I guess it's just one of those things that you take for granted, right? You grow up and you don't really pay attention to it. And I guess it's your environment, and your surroundings, and people you're around that uh, have a heavy influence on what you believe and what you you know what I mean take as uh, you know subjective or what's wrong or what's right. You know. What I mean? I guess that's where I think it would come from. Now, do you think if we as humans have rights, okay, do you think that the God who created us in his image to reflect his image, do you think that he has rights? Well, if I uh, if I believed in gods and stuff, I would probably say, yeah, he would, right? But in my opinion, I, I, I don't believe in it, so I, I can't, I don't know how to answer that one too, right? If I believed in something, then yeah. I would have a, probably a biased opinion about it. Do you have any idea what those rights would actually be? <laughs> no, like you can't. You can't. So say, so say that there is a God, and how can you say or put words from Him? Like you know, you can't speak for Him. Hi, this is Chris with the Cross Current Radio. 
We'll get back on the street with Zach in a few. But first, here's how you can partner in the gospel with us. I'm Corey McKenna, founder of The Cross Current. After personally equipping the church and engaging the culture face-to-face for more than 10 years in Canada, we've encountered thousands of non-Christians who had never heard the gospel and countless Christians who aren't equipped to share it with them. Canada needs Christ, yet how are they to hear without someone preaching? Romans 10.14 Well, Help Here at Home is a commissioning campaign with us to launch me as our first full-time equipping evangelist to help local leaders and their churches go share Christ together so that others can hear His good news right here at home. To learn more about how you can pray, give, and go with us, please visit helphear.ca. That's H-E-L-P-H-E-A-R dot C-A. So, so as a born-again Christian, um, the God of the Bible, um, the, the Bible shows and portrays God as having the right to be worshipped, the right to be loved, the right to be trusted, okay, and the right to be feared and also obeyed. So what do you think about that, Zach? Well, I think if that's what you believe in, then I guess, you know, I mean, then I guess he is entitled to, uh, you know, I mean, your respect and your obedience and, you know, because if that's what you believe in, then, you know, I mean, that's going to work for you. That's going to, that's going to, I don't know, that's going to, that's, that's going to go with the whole beliefs, right? You know what I mean? That's, that's what you strongly believe in. Then yeah, I guess, you know, I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> right, right. So, and, and here's the thing, Zach, if I believe something, okay, um, I'll just give you an example. Let's say I told you tonight I don't believe in gravity. At what point, if, if what I'm trying to get at is, is if I believe something strong enough, does, does it become true? Do you, do you follow my train of thought with that? I guess uh, you could answer that question a couple ways, right? If for you, yes, it probably comes true, right? If you believe it that much. I mean, for somebody else, and they can tell you and see and prove that gravity is real, right? And to them, it's going to be, yeah, it's not true, right? So it's whose perspective you're looking at it from. Okay, so Zach, for example, if I believe that right now, at what point would I start to float? I don't think you would be able to float. Why not? It is time-proven fact that, I mean, there is gravity, and you don't float unless there's no gravity. So, in, in that sense, it doesn't matter what I believe to be true, but rather what's true will always be true. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's proven. It's there. You, know, you can't deny something that you can see. And I mean, I don't think I can. You know? So, so here, here's the thing, Zach. Um, the Bible says that God has revealed himself to us such that we can know him for certain. And as... Uh, human beings created in his image to reflect his glory um, the Bible says that we we are to love God 100% and also love our neighbor 100% that means all the time in all places do you think that you and I have done that respected one another right or, or love God like loved God 100% of the time right and loved our neighbor 100% Hundred percent of the time. I don't think any one of us have done that. You know what I mean? I think that there's a lot of people that give it a really good try. You know what I mean, but there's you know what I mean. 
we're bound to slip up we're human man it's in our nature right and that that is essentially the problem that i'm out here talking to people about tonight is the problem of sin okay a lot of people like don't like talking about the word sin but i ask people this question what makes sin so sinful for example what makes murder so wrong okay what makes uh, stealing someone's property or whatever it is what what makes that so sinful that's a hard one man i wouldn't know i i guess it would be a majority of thought right because maybe not like to the base of like what it's supposed to be like sin or why or the real reason but I mean, anything that's, you know, it's, we have like a democracy, you know what I mean? Enough opinions get put together in the same fashion, same way, same thought. It becomes, you know what I mean? It becomes the majority and it becomes what is, you know what I mean? Like, like law, you know what I mean? It's, you know what I mean? Not everybody agrees on it, but the majority does. So that, that's why we follow it or that's why it's wrong or that's why it's right. You know what I mean? And I guess it could have gone anyway, right? Like back in the day, if people started believing that murder was okay, right? When violence was okay and stuff, we could be living in a different world, you know? Yeah, absolutely we would. Now, following that train of thought as, as God being our creator and we as image bearers of God, um, back to the question of why is sin so sinful, the way I would answer that, Zach, is... The reason lying is wrong is because God doesn't lie, all right? What I mean by that is we are created in His image to reflect His glory. And when we lie, as an image bearer of God, I'm actually portraying God as a liar to either one of you here if I'm lying, right? And so a lot of people will say, well, lying is wrong because it hurts other people. True. Um, lying does hurt other people and that is a consequence of sin but why is stealing wrong well god is not a thief right you're marring his image right so that's anything that mars his reputation or that's what you're saying is mars his reputation or his image you know i mean it's wrong because he doesn't portray himself as that and he has it up to you to portray him as he is right and when you go against what his image is i guess it's wrong right like that's what i take from it <laughs> no that's right you got it you got it and and so here's here's the thing Zach, as uh, as I said here tonight, um, I've broken God's law. I've I've lied, I've stolen things, and I've you know committed adultery or whatever have you. The Bible, Jesus says, whoever looks at a woman with lust has committed adultery in his heart. And so, so here's the thing: I'm a sinner. You and I are both sinners before a holy God, and we are created in His image, and we are to bring glory to him but instead of doing that we haven't loved God 100% all the time in fact none of us has done that for one second we we are sinners right and we have not loved our neighbor right so if we lie to our neighbor we're not loving our neighbor so the whole law God's law God's standard is summed up in Jesus Christ Jesus fulfilled the law okay but the the law says love God and love your neighbor and so the Bible says that it's appointed unto man once to die and after that comes the judgment 
And like I said earlier, it doesn't matter what I believe to be true, but if you were to stand before God on Judgment Day and He judged you by His standard, which is perfection, right? Would would you be innocent or guilty? <laughs> guilty, man. <laughs> Definitely guilty. You know, as to my beliefs are really open, right? As in to like, I do what I like and I do what I want. You know what I mean? So I'm obviously not living in His image if there is a God, right? No, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to talk with us, Zach. I, I really, uh, really appreciate you taking that time, and, and thank you for taking your time as well. And uh, thank you. Yeah, well, you guys have a great night. All right. Hope you guys get some more interviews. All right. Thank you. All right, folks. Uh, there we have it. Uh, we just had a conversation with Zach, and we had an opportunity to to share the gospel with him and also talk to him about the topic of human rights and and as you saw he admitted that we are uh, to be treated with value and dignity and I'm just uh, walking here with Adrian and Adrian was there, was there any thoughts that you heard in the conversation that stuck out to you as, as we talked to Zach tonight yeah he eventually came to a realization that um he would be guilty before God uh, when he died based on God's standard and not on his neighbor's standard or what he thinks himself. So that's what really stuck out to me. Oh, thanks, thanks for that. And the Bible says that we are all created in God's image. And a lot of people will upfront deny that, well, they don't believe in God. And therefore, because they don't believe in God, he doesn't exist. And... Uh, as we got in the course of our conversation, uh, he, he suddenly realized that as an image bearer of God, uh, he's actually <laughs> reflecting the image of God when he's saying, oh, it's wrong to murder uh, his friend, or he would, he would impose his morality on the person who's trying to kill his friend. And so it says in Romans 1 that we all know that God exists there's no one who is without excuse any uh, any other thoughts on that Adrian uh, no I just think it's uh, the verse shows that yeah everyone is going to be without excuse and people are born and, and born into sin and it's only through the power of God that they can come to realize their sinfulness and uh, come to Jesus to have salvation amen and 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 as we see, it's, it's only by God supernaturally changing us from the inside out through his gospel that people are able to give God his rights and acknowledge him as the real and true source of all human rights. And so that's where we leave off tonight. Thank you. Personal. Uh. Let's get personal. Uh. And make sharing your faith a part of every day. <laughs> Welcome to Let's Get Personal, a 60-second sample of personal witness training with the Cross Current. Christian, have you listed out the lost in your life? God's already placed you within a plentiful harvest of personal contacts, so commit their names to paper and begin praying for God to give you the boldness to share Christ and for God to give them the desire to receive Christ because faithful prayer is step one toward faithful personal witness. And that's just a glimpse of how TCC can equip you and your church to normalize sharing Christ in all your personal relationships. Personal.
For more personal witness center training, visit thecrosscurrent.com. Hi, this is Robbie Zacharias, and you're listening to the Cross Current Radio Show. Hi, this is Corey McKenna, founder of The Cross Current and host of TCC Radio. And right here, right now, from the studio, let me ask you, who's right? Because when we talk about human rights, we generally mean that there are certain and specific norms of universal human behavior that we all instinctively know should be followed by all people, in all times, and in all places. This also means we all agree that one human does not have the right to unjustly harm another. But in the big picture, who do these universal rights actually come from? And practically speaking, when we're warring with each other over who's right, whose right is right. Now, to keep it simple, I'll say it straight. We all know that the buck's gotta stop with someone. And because only our Creator has all authority, His rights must matter most. And as His creatures, it's only when God helps us submit to Him and actually surrender our rights that we can truly live in peace with Him and with each other. Who's right? Ultimately, God is right. And that's the truth we'll be exposing again and again throughout this entire series. Now, in this part one, we're going all the way back to the very beginning of human history to learn why. Why we as humans have dignity and rights that no other living beings have, and why we all fight for our own rights and constantly experience conflict with God and others. And to get our discussion started, let's start from the start by turning to the very first book and chapter of the Bible, Genesis 1 where God himself says, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over the livestock, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. Unlike all the other creatures God created, man and woman are made in His image. And as image bearers of God, we actually possess and reflect attributes of who He is. Some of these God-given attributes include goodness, justice, knowledge, love, and also dignity and rights. That means, because God is the Creator who Himself has dignity and rights, we as His special creatures share aspects of His dignity and rights. In fact, do you know that the reality of God is the only reason humans have rights? Actually, you do know that, because you do know God, and so does everyone else. Think about this. Because everyone has rights and know they have rights proves that everyone knows God, which is exactly what the Bible says. Now, although everyone has this innate knowledge of God, obviously not everyone is at peace with God. So what went wrong? Well, a lot has changed since Genesis 1. 
In fact, the change started just two chapters later in Genesis 3, a section of scripture called the fall of man. Though that first man and woman were given only one command to obey, they wanted to be more like God than he created them to be. And so they chose to rebel or to sin against him. And when sin entered the world, so did death. And we've all been morally and spiritually spiraling down toward death ever since. And now, even today, all people are still created in the image of God and all people still sinfully think and live as though we have all of God's rights. Let me explain. Yes, humans have been given some of God's dominion and power, but we're not created in God's image having all power. And yes, humans have been given some of God's knowledge, but we are not created in God's image having all knowledge. Yet still, we are all born with that same fallen nature that makes us spiritually dead and sinfully driven to always put self first. What else could cause someone to say, not only are their own rights more important than those of other people, but their own rights are actually more important than God's too? But wait, how's it right that God is right? Well, think of it this way. A human father wants his child to imitate his manners and integrity, but he doesn't want the child to imitate his authority, neither toward him or toward his brothers and sisters. Likewise, it's right for God to do some things we're forbidden to do, and one of those things, he says, is to exalt his own glory. And to exalt his own glory, God provided a solution to our sin problem, his Son and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Because only God himself can open our eyes and even change our image, so we will joyfully surrender our rights and truly live in peace with him and with each other. That's why the world needs Jesus. And if sharing him more matters to you, will you give for us to go? Christian, we trust your sharing Christ with your own lost loved ones, but would you prayerfully consider giving financially to send us even further into the community to invite total strangers to come home to Christ? If so, please go to thecrosscurrent.com slash give. Well, thanks for tuning in to part one of this four-part series called Who's Right on TCC Radio. You can visit us online at thecrosscurrent.com, where you'll find this podcast, free gospel outreach resources, and more information about on-site training with TCC. Until next time, I'm Corey McKenna, in the studio and on the street, keeping the cross current in our culture. Hi, I'm Corey McKenna, president of The Cross Current. Will you help hear H-E-A-R at home with us? Thanks to ministry partners like you, we were able to send me into the field full-time on July 1st, but to equip more Christians online and to engage more non-Christians on air, we need your support. To learn how to pray, give, and go with us visit helphere.ca. That's H-E-L-P, 
H-E-A-R.ca. We thank God for you and your partnership in His gospel.